Hey yo, welcome to the Knowledge Drop episode number four. The podcast keeps going, we keep it moving. Good to have you with us over here. My name is Focus from the Flowmo Crew, B-Boy Dojo, B-Boy and B-Girl Dojo, Cypher Studio, Cypher Space. A lot of titles over there. Hope you can keep up. Fourth episode of the podcast. Uh, great three ones behind. Scheme, Flowmaster, Hefo. And our fourth guest is a very inspirational B-girl, B-girl auntie from Italy. Auntie is pretty exceptional in in some ways, meaning that um, I don't know anybody else who competes on a high level on different disciplines, not just the dance, but actually competes on on a high level on Kung Fu, Wushu Kung Fu. It's part of the national team in both, in breaking and also in Kung Fu and is a reigning Wushu champion of Italy. So hopefully today we can crack the code of how is it possible to do this on such a high level in multiple disciplines. And unto it, but to do it, let's get Auntie on board and let's rock it. Yo, yo. Yo. I Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Yeah, good. How are you doing? Good. That's Excellent. Good. How is the day starting your ways? Uh, I just wake up. It's my, you know, my breakfast. And then I read a book about the mm. mindset. Okay, cool. What do you and have? What after, are you reading now? What is the uh, book about? And the book talk about um, how our mind can can like how can I damn it's difficult in English sorry um, how can think you know but not with my uh, mindset just try to uh, divide. Okay, me the life and see the life in a different way. It's it's hard. Okay, okay. Is it an okay. Italian book? Do we have a name for it? Yeah, yeah. The name. Share is... the name. La tua mente potuto. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit too difficult for me, so it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what else do you have coming up after this today? After this, I'm going to train a lot, and after in the afternoon I have to work a little bit and then train again. So, all right, double training sessions today. Cool. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you for joining today, and hopefully we can we can share people and inspire people with. Uh, I wanted to catch up on, with you and and figure out how is it possible to compete in two different things at such a high level and how do you manage your time and how is it simply how do they support each other and how how is a challenge how do you overcome the challenges so let's see how we how we're gonna do this today maybe we can start from your background a little bit how did you get into wushu kung fu in the first place 
so uh, I started Kung Fu like one year later breaking. So when I was 13, 14 maybe, okay. And I start because just because I want to try something new. And, and also because my sister asked me to, to go to try this new art. So I started this and there was a little course near my home where I live. So I just try and then when I saw that I really enjoy, I just keep going. And now it's like 10 years that I practice Kung Fu. So that's, that's all. Yeah. How about the dance then? How did you get, what is your first touch with breaking and how did you get going? How did you start with breaking? So uh, I saw breaking first time uh, when I saw my dad dance. Oh. So because my dad uh, is a hobby. He's a DJ. So he enjoyed to, to play sometimes and when I was little I saw him to, to dance and when I saw him I just thought about okay I want to learn I want to dance I want to know how to, to be on the music you know so when I saw him I just asked him how to, to learn and then like after Three or four months, I I discover a course where I met my my master, and then I start to, to dance. So I start to dance like at thirteen years old. Okay, that's so dope. Second generation hip hop. Yeah. Was there something that you learned from your dad? Did he teach you at all, or did you just watch and learn when when he was? Dancing? I just I just watch him, but. The thing is that he's not a b-boy because he, he just um, dance the way he sings. Like, because he, he watched a lot of b-boys in the street, but he, he learned by himself. So he did a lot of popping. And when I saw him, um, he showed me uh, some videos on YouTube about B-Boy and he, he told me that he didn't know how to do it but he tried to explain me and watch with me the, the video so it was like this cool and after yeah. that you said you met your master can you share the people who was who was your master in breaking who taught you how to break eventually yeah. my first master and was Alberto Peluche AKA B-Boy Lane. And now we are, we are in the same crew. So I'm super happy because it's like a dream when I, when I start. Dream was like, I want to dance with him. I want to be like him. So now we are in the same crew and I'm super happy. Dope. The same thing happened to me as well. My teacher from the 90s, Mikko, Mikko Algren. Oh, he started sharing me everything that he got. He he's from the old school time of Finland, and after a couple of years, we formed our first crew called Midpoint Rockers before Flomo. So it's the okay, best feeling wow. to share yeah. share a crew with your <laughs> with your teacher. 
Yeah. All right. How about your your training nowadays? Two different disciplines. Oh. How how do you balance between the two, and what is your training schedule like? So now nowadays it's a little bit hard, but it's possible. So the thing is that I train every day, like in the morning, in the afternoon. Uh, in the morning, I practice like stamina or something like workout. And then in the afternoon, I always train breaking every day. But Kung now, uh, so three years ago was different. So three years ago, I trained like one day Kung Fu, one day breaking, one day Kung Fu, like this all the week. And that was enough at that time. But now it's not enough for breaking. I have to improve more. So I train all the time breaking and during the evening, like two or three days a week, I train Kung Fu. But I discovered that uh, the way that I train in the morning for the breaking, you know, helped me a lot also for the Kung Fu and the thing like the Kung Fu helped me in breaking. So yeah, like this, I just, um, find the time organizing myself. That's difficult. Stamina in the morning, breaking in the afternoon, and then a couple of Kung Fu sessions yeah. in a week as well. That's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm like in my comfort zone because when I was young, young, I'm young, but when I, like 10 years ago, I practiced like three or four disciplines, different disciplines in the same day. So I know how to do it. And that helped me a lot how to organize my day. Nice. What do you think you learned from dancing that helps your Kung Fu? And after that, the other way around. But first okay. off, what did you learn from breaking that helps your Kung Fu? So um, <clears throat> I think breaking helped me in Kung Fu to be more free. Because in Kung Fu, I I am a lot like uh, straight way, you know, when I do my, my stuff. And you can see also in my breaking. But breaking helped me to, to feel free and to also to don't think that the mistake is a real mistake. So that helped me a lot in Kung Fu. And Kung Fu helped me in breaking for the mindset, for the concentration, and also for the for the stamina a lot. Because yeah, when I do Kung Fu, it's totally different. And really, it helps me a lot for my body. And also to find a balance in my mentality. Because it's it's different, but together uh, it works. Uh, breaking and Kung Fu together works. It's a so, great combo. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think yes. I feel good. I had a small time of training mixed mixed martial arts in the past as well, and I feel I have gained a lot of confidence from my mixed martial arts training. So, if I train hard over there, if I can 
handle myself in a in a fight, then I can handle myself in a battle as well. So it really boosted my confidence in breaking too. So it's a great yeah. mix. And how about your breaking it then? Um, we've been speaking a little bit more in the past, and I, I, I've noticed that you are a lot about self-development in breaking as well. A lot of people get really stuck on their ways and just want to do it like they like they always do. But I've been asking you, like, where did you learn your tops from? It's like, all right, I'll be working with Mr. Wiggles to get more grooves and steps. And currently we are working on some footwork with uh, with one of my courses. But you're still very t- versatile with other other things too. You got power, you got flips, you got uh, freezes. What is your mentality in breaking in order to constantly keep learning new? Uh, so the thing is that I always think that I just want to learn because I like. So that has me a lot to learn a lot of things. Because if I start to think that I want to learn because of the competition, because of the level, yes, I learn, but the way that I learn, a little bit, um, it's not fast. If I concentrate just because I want to know how to do it, it's gonna be like super fast. And I try also to to learn from the the best uh, boys for me. So like with the wiggle in top, in top rock, and you in footer now, and. Now in power move, I have to, to train more, but now I find a, a big boy, so a power mover, so I want to improve my move. And I do a lot of tricks, a lot of jumps, because I did a gymnastics for 10 years. So I know how to do it, and I really enjoy when I jump, so that's it. Okay, so you have a background in gymnastics as well, which helps yes. you with some of the more acrobatic stuff. Yes, That's course, crazy. Yes. That's a great mix. Yes. Cool. It helps me also for, you know, stretching. Nobody thinks about that. It's important, but, you know, it's really important for me. Stretching and power, muscles, you know. Can you tell a little bit about how is your practice? How is your practice in breaking? You say that you are very open to learn from people in who, who can teach you, but how is your actual practice? Do you structure it in any different ways or do you just go with the feeling? How do you structure your breaking? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> At the beginning, I just follow the masters. So let's run the masters choose what I have to do and the stuff but now it's different because now I train alone so at the beginning I didn't know how to train alone uh, but now I have a program so every day I do different things so like for example one day I have to, to train just top rock another day I have to to try this power move, another one, the football, another one, uh, um, new technique for my uh, for my set, and another day just feeling and just uh, find 
new ways to express myself um, in all the music, but also I just work in one music and try to dance in different ways, the same music. Mm, okay, so, interesting. Yeah, it's hard, you, but... You separate days, so one day is more for tops, yeah. one is more footwork, one is more power. Oh, yeah. The same music, different feeling, different dance. That's very interesting as well. I haven't heard too many people do it like this. Okay. Nice. Yeah. What do you think 2023 is going to bring to you? Are you going to be competing in Kung Fu? Are you going to be competing more in breaking? What is your expectations for the big year 2023? So I try to do all the things that I want, but there are too much things now. So uh, it starts. I started this year really uh, with thinking about at the end of this year, I have the World Championship, uh, Kung Fu World Championship, and also we have Breaking World Championship. So I want to do both, but I don't know if I can do it. Uh, I just, the answer is just train, you know, because you never know until you are there. So my goal is this one. So just to, to do the best of this year, but let's see if I have time, if I have energy, that would be crazy. If you can pull it yes. off, two world championships in different disciplines, that would be just nuts. But of course, you got to stay in good I, shape and see what yeah, it takes. Yeah, but the thing is that I already did a um, Kung Fu World Championship in 2019, but it was different because I trained a lot of Kung Fu that year and not breaking. So... One one year Kung Fu, one year breaking, you know, was like big. And now both together, let's do Yeah. Also, big congrats on the Nike endorsement. How has it been for you working for a big company like Nike this far? It's a little bit new thing. We don't have too many big sponsors in breaking yet. So would love to hear from you. How has the experience been for you this far? It's, yeah, it's like. For me, it's like a dream because uh, I really like Nike. I always uh, wear a lot of stuff by Nike. And two years ago, I was thinking about, damn, I want to be like an athlete, a Nike athlete. But I don't know how. You know, something in my mind already... Uh, my mind, my mind already thought about this two years ago, and now I'm here and I'm a Nike athlete, so I'm super happy because breaking gives me this opportunity. Because about the Olympics, so hey, I think we lost your voice. Yeah, back. Yeah, I'm super happy for this, and I don't know how can I explain that. I hope that this thing will, um, can I say, go through. 
So, yeah, don't, don't finish, you know, I hope. So I it's do a great my best. start. Yeah, yeah, start on something big. All right. And lastly, for for Beagles coming up, Beagles looking up to you and Beagles thinking of maybe one day they want to compete in big stages and big battles. What kind of advice would you give for the next generation of Beagles in the world? Hmm. Uh, I think that I learned now is that work on the mindset has me a lot to do this big competition. I never thought about this, never, because I always think about it's enough just train, just push and your your work during your training. I it's never enough. Because it's not just your body, so I just advise to work a lot of also of your mentality and and always to enjoy because for me uh, it works like this. If I enjoy really Korea, I can then in the way that I want. But if I think about the competition, the battle, I have to win and blah blah blah, I do <laughs> and work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that this thing. Yeah. How would you work on the mindset to become become stronger and become more confident? Any tips on that? Anybody struggling with this? Uh, so I start um, a course, a kind of course. Like I have a mental coach, mm. and he has me uh, in the thing also not just for the competition but in my life. Because for me, it's everything the same. So if you live good, that's good. So he asked me to work uh, on a lot of things, like in my person, in what I think, in the way I think, in what I see, and what I can do. So a lot of this stuff. And now uh, I at the beginning, I saw I, I I told you that now I I read this book and it's really nice because you 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 don't think that your mind can can do everything until you study or you understand it. So now I try to to do this thing and really it has me a lot and I feel more comfortable in every stuff that I do. Oh, mindset matters. And yeah. I've heard many people say the same thing that when they started working with somebody who's like a mental coach or, or something like this, it has tremendously helped with the way that they can help handle pressure in big stages and battles and performances. So any advice for people watching this? Get a mental coach. Take yeah. your mind to another level, not just physical, <laughs> but also mind. Sweet. Yeah. All right. That's all the questions I have for today. So thank you for your time. I wish you all the best and success for 2023. Kill it in both, breaking and kung fu if possible. It's a busy world, but it's all good. You got to get it done. All 
All right. Thank you, folks. Thank you, Thank so you much. for joining. Stay in touch. All right. Peace, peace, yeah. peace. Peace. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning into the Knowledge Drop, y'all. I hope you find it valuable and inspiring. Now head out to bboydojo.com for our free video training and a bunch of other ill content. I'll see you over there, y'all. Peace.